Hi. Hi. <laughs> what? There's always such suspense because I don't know what's happening. And then I feel like I end up looking like an idiot. And how does that really make you feel? It makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> does it make you feel like a failure? It does. <laughs> Cue it. Hello, friends. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission. I'm a life and business coach. And I'm along for the ride. And we are shifting what it means to co-create a new reality together. And this is our story about two different people teaming up to change their lives. This is The Couple Shift. I love that face of yours. Wow, babe. Wow. She gets so frustrated when I just look at her as I'm recording. (laughs) In case you haven't gotten the clue yet. In this episode, we're talking oh. about how Julian gets underneath my skin. No, but, well, that, that was the last, last episode. That was the last episode, and the one before that, and the one before that. Every day of your life. <laughs> how is it possible to love someone like be just so? I'm obsessed with this man. It's like the people that not are in love, an unhealthy way, but, but I am. But that's the, it's just like the people that like pain or something. <laughs> I am obsessed with you. I love you like crazy, and wow, I'm feeling inspired to. To pick um, an oracle card from this deck. Also, what are you doing? What are you shuffling cards? We're gonna play poker. No, we're gonna pick an animal spirit card. So, in this episode, we are going to talk about failure. It is a topic that I am not fully comfortable with, and I'm moving through. And I had a very big breakthrough. What are you shuffling there? I am shuffling. Ooh. I'm shuffling this beautiful deck I own called is that a cod? the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. And I pulled the fish. Oh, it's not a specific fish? No, it's there's a lot of cards fish. there. I would think they would have like different types of fish in there. No, there's just a lot of animals. Let's quick let's quickly read what the fish has for us today. Restlessness, change of focus, lost in the current. Wow. The fish loves to be subsumed in life's current. Nothing pleases it more than movement, movement, and more movement. The roaming lifestyle of the fish may be exhilarating for a while, but usually leads to weariness and slippery relationships. Aye. Jeez. So how do you get with that all one the work? possibilities out there in the vast waters? The fish becomes lost without clear goals and intentions. Spend some time with the lunar forces, dear fish, as the peace and calm of the moon will soothe your soul. Pro- appropriate for an episode on failure. Right? Yeah. No, I, I think it makes sense. On point. So, okay. So why this came about is because it is um, January and I had set a, uh, a goal for my business in terms of a specific intention that I had and a goal to hit a certain sales, you know, uh, enrollment of clients into a new program. We had talked about it before, Rock Your Life Academy. And... This is like truly transparent, real talk. I'm, I just got nervous, like realizing what I'm doing because this is not how I usually roll. I was going to say. I usually keep things like. The close cards, to the vest. Close to. Is that the cards close to the vest or no, that I'm mixing two things, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay. So I, so I have this program. My signature program is called Rock Your Life Academy. Super proud of it. It's incredible. And for this year, I basically revamped it and I'm launching this whole new way of approaching how I deliver the content and the experience over a six month period of time. 
Um, it's a, it's an intimate program for a group of women, um, ambitious, driven, who are ready to really step into their power, create incredible things. I already have beautiful clients that I've moved through incredible transformations and results and incredible things. And so I had intended in January to open up enrollment for the program. And the metaphor I used for to, to Jules when we were talking about this the other day, um, the other evening, as I said, you know, I felt like I, I went out to the lake with my tackle box and this, you know, my rod and all the lures and all the shiny things I thought would be like ready to, um, you know, to, to attract these incredible women into the program. I did some webinars. I sent a couple of emails and, you know, and I had the intention for what I was wanting to create. And pretty, pretty quickly on, I started to realize that it wasn't really resonating. Yeah. The way you wanted to. It wasn't working the way I wanted to. There was something off. Now, as I look back, I think, you know. To go back to that analogy, what you were doing, in a sense, was putting, not putting all your eggs in one basket, but you were focusing Mm -hmm. with precision Mm. and precision and power whatever like to one specific point yeah and it was like i'm gonna get this and i'm gonna get it this way because i'm putting so much into this in this way whatever etc etc yeah and just like what you said with the fish sometimes yeah there's no fish in that area and you can have the most amazing lures and the most amazing rod and planned out everything perfectly but if there's nobody in that area, mm-hmm. no fish in that area that are interested or just no fish, period, mm-hmm. in ge- general, uh, you're not going to catch anything. Right. So, yes. Um, and realizing now back, there's been so many lessons that I've been like unpacking from this experience in terms of the, you know, the runway I had set for myself in terms of the space of time between when I decided, okay, I'm going to enroll for this program and put things into action. I tend to work really fast with what I create. and Yeah, because your mind's already moving on to the next thing. Right, and I don't, like, that's one thing where I, I, it's the runway that you allow for something to take off properly has to have enough space. It's not, it can't be too long because then you could just keep going your plane on the ground forever, but it can't be so short that the plane literally cannot take off. So I know that was one lesson I learned is that my runway was probably too short. The other lesson is what you were talking about in terms of I was being very specific because I was trying something new and being an entrepreneur is all about trying new things. And this is a very, it's a new way of me approaching life in general, because as I've been an entrepreneur, I've been in this energy now for uh, about a year and a half. And, you know, along with Jules, it's been like six months that we've been in this together. But I'm st- it's still fascinating how the way we're wired is, and certainly after spending so many years in corporate, it's it's a different way of approaching all the things that you get to test as an entrepreneur and be so open to failure because that's really the way to move through things. It's part of the path. It's not like you're on the path and then you fail and it's like this outlier kind of like over there and then you come back. It's just part of the journey. It's like, okay, you go and you fail and you try and you fail again. And when you listen to, you know, other podcasts on entrepreneurship, read books, you know, whatever, it's like most entrepreneurs will say, you must be willing to fail, fail fast, fail hard, 
and keep going. Like that is, it's a skill. Yeah, and persevering it's, through the hardships. Yeah, or not the it's hardships, a skill. So I've been literally given, so as I, of course I've moved through like, I had a couple days when I was in breakdown around, wow, this did not turn out the way I thought it would. And what does this mean? And, you know, and also realizing that my my body also physically, I felt in breakdown at a certain point because I had been going, going, going through a long period of creation, a long period of, of coaching, a long period of being like very outwardly focused, which I is my passion is to keep coaching and inspiring others. And I was kind of, I don't want to say it wasn't overwhelmed because, whoa, something just happened there. Did you hear that? What? Oh, I never didn't mind. hear anything. Um, <laughs> I heard like my, the audio went out in my left ear. I guess my headphones. So I'd been going, going, going. And so my body also was like, okay, no. like, And I realized when I was in that like, oh, Shabib, this is not going to work is I wasn't allowing space to for the for for the new stuff to come because I was looking at it th- at a certain way and it's so beautiful that <laughs> it's like what I teach and how I coach others and what I believe in was all the the medicine and the coaching that I got to give myself in yeah. a real life moment of like practice what you preach oh and it's not that I've never failed before of course but my relationship to failure is like I kind of figure out my way around it because I have a very resilient, like impossibility kind of mindset. So I don't see it. I was resistant to seeing things as a failure, which in itself is limiting because I'm not accepting the reality. It's like kind of like moving around it. And so it was this moment of deep reflection on like, oh, okay, this did not work it's going to look different. And I had already set like a date of like closing enrollment at a certain time. I'd done these webinars. I'd, and I felt, and and when I got down to it, I thought, what am I really, really, okay, there's the fear of failing. What's really like, what am I afraid of? And when I got down to it, it was, uh, it was shame. It was embarrassment. It was, you know, sharing my failure in public. And the thing is, all that stuff is what you're seeing in yourself. Yes. That's not what people are showing showing you or telling you. This is all made up by your brain. Yes. And your mind. Yes. And it's like it, it's it, that's the worst thing. You you could be your your own worst enemy. Yes. With your with depending on the mindset you have mm. on certain things. Mm-hmm. And so and none of us are um immune to this. Mhm. And probably everybody suffers from this in some yeah. way, shape, or form of where they look the hardest, the harshest critic at times, most of the time for a lot of people is themselves. Yeah. Well, other people are like, Completely. okay, so so what? Then you just continue on. There's still a couple of weeks in the year, in the month. There's the next month. There's whatever, next mm-hmm. plan, next move mm-hmm. on. Let's keep going. Let's, the key thing is not to stop. Right. Right. And it, it, don't stop. We can't stop. And, mm-hmm. and so we just got to persevere and push through this kind of stuff and not, um, what's not the word? Um, dwell on the past mm-hmm. and dwell on oh, this happened. Okay, you can't change it. Yeah, those things happen. They can't mm-hmm. be changed. Move on. For me, this felt like a, like there's so many things that I, I, I know I'm learning, and one of them, like, you know, is this idea of normalizing failure. 
And I know that sounds kind of simple, but it's this, it's this idea that for someone like me who is very driven, who sees possibility, who, um, you know, I, I, facing... I think there's a, there's a group of people that are used to this and have no problems with this at all, and they're called salesmen. Oh. And also baseball players. <laughs> because they fail at mm. an incredible high rate. Yeah. Okay? But it's the moments that they win and they get it mm-hmm. shows that's the sh- shows how good they are and it and it doesn't have to be that much like in mm-hmm. baseball like i always gave you that analogy and i've said it before in this podcast mm-hmm. you know 70% of the time they fail that's a good player yeah okay that's a really good batter i'm sorry when hitting in in that in that in that kind of concept what we're talking about and hitting 70% of the time they're going to fail well, i don't care that's a great hitter He's hitting yeah. 300. He's hitting 30, uh, 30% of the time he's going up there. He's, he's getting a base hit. And you may see like, that's, those are terrible numbers. Well, in baseball, that's not the case, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, and for a salesman, how many sales pitches do they do a day? Maybe 30, 40, depending on what they're doing, you know, not vacuum salesman door to door, but even that. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're getting the door shut in their face, theoretically and actually, right? Yeah. Um, and then they get that one or two in that day. Boom. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. And it's like it. the saying goes that you got you have to get like a whole bunch of no's before you get your yes. Like how many no's are you willing to get before yep. you get your like and the, and that's the piece of commitment. And so that's what you gotta push through. That's what you gotta be that's yes. what you have to look at. And know? realizing, and this is one of the things that I want to land with everybody today, is that this knowing that you are not your results, you are your commitment. Because when we tie our our worth to our results, then that's when failure can completely take us, derail us and take us off the game. And instead, when we believe that we that I am my commitment, I'm not my results, then I choose to be committed no matter what. I choose to be committed through the hard stuff. And I choose to shift how I get to shift, which was a huge part of what happened this past week. Um, You know, reaching out for support, having conversations with people close to me in like in the moment when I was really going through it, that helped me, you know, lift out of that. And I realized that. So the lessons, um, you know, normalizing failure, understanding that I am my commitment. I'm not my results. Like almost like re-understanding all these things because it's things that my head knows. And yet it's not until you have these real life, like, oh, what the heck moments that that you get to go through them again. And the resilience of getting back in the, like stepping back up in the arena and knowing, okay, dust myself off, give myself some space. Really, you know, for me, I, I ground myself, I recalibrate like into, okay, lock back into my vision, the why. The why is the most important thing because otherwise you're just kind of flailing around. Yeah. So over the course of a few days, I allowed myself to cry. I allowed myself to be, you know, angry. I allowed myself to just, I had one day that, thank goodness, Jules, you took Skylar to your parents' house for, for that Saturday. And I did a webinar in the morning. I shut down the computer. 
I went to take a quick walk with the dog to kind of like air myself out. And then I said, I'm just going to go to bed. And I slept for hours. And it's what my body and my mind needed to just like, like quiet down all the noise of the, 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 why did this happen into, okay, there's like open up a new space of possibility. And what's crazy is, you know what I see when I, when, when you tell me this, all the noise, Mm-hmm. Like you probably see a crowd that's like on top of you, maybe like in your mm-hmm. head, and it's like all these faces. All I see is just your face times wow. a thousand screaming oh my at God. you because me it's chills, babe. because yeah. it's what it is. It's what it is. It's what you it know. is. You've talked to your your clients. You've talked to your friends. Your you, you talked to me about mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, what are you talking about, man? It's this is all created mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah, in your mind. Yeah. And it's it's and it's hard it's hard to 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 um to grow past that and mm-hmm. but when but when people do and I know you and I and you have it's just that we can still we have those moments. Oh, completely. You know? All we, the time. Yeah. It's it's an ongoing thing and so I knew one of the Im- ch- You're not infallible. You're not you're not you're human. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those feelings just like anybody else would. And like you said, it's it is like a thousand faces, my own faces. But it's your own face looking at me, like <laughs> whatever. And um, then I'm just standing here, like what? The yes. Hell? And I have the conversations with other, you know, close people that I care about, including, like you said, I talked to a couple of my um, uh, my former clients who were like, you know, just checking checking up on me. And I felt this sense of, and I told them, I said, I felt I felt so embarrassed to say that I quote unquote failed and they were like do you realize like how real that makes you and how cool that is that you're just talking about that and I'm yeah. like my eye is twitching and I knew that part of it was because I felt so embarrassed to talk about it. and I was like well I can either hide in this moment or I can like show up and say okay this happened and then and then what and then like and you know there's more yeah so even recording this right now and knowing that it's going to go live is giving me the heebie-jeebies and why? I'm all for it. Yeah, but it, I'm all for it. Why does it give you heebie-jeebies? What? What? What, uh, it, what it's, is it's, that? It's old programming that says that I've got to keep some sort of it's your marketing facade programming. That there's that there's yeah that there's it like is. a curtain. It's it's, it's your in front of what's what's happening behind the scenes, and that if I, you know, reveal it's like a, a studio. Failure, Everything is facades, and you walk in. It's totally. Empty. And how b how BS is that? It is. Yeah. Like, like I am so ready to shed that. And there's no, there's no, there's no question that this is a big year for me to go even deeper in that space of what it means to be just authentic and not, not be, not have, you know, release the story that, that somehow makes people think you're less capable. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Of course you know what I mean. Anything else you want to add to that? Well, no, I was good because the heebie-jeebie thing, it's like old programming. Well, I said that already. I'm repeating myself. Dimmer switch. (laughs) There it is. Because I'm nervous. This is what happens because you're nervous. So then you start to... I start... I. To repeat yourself Mm -hmm. on on those things. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. But we're going through it. We're we're yeah. not only and us. Can I say what we're emerging into? Okay, go ahead. What are you going to say? Not only us, but like you and me mm-hmm. dealing with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Worried about you know 
overthinking about what people are saying or thinking about us when it's really just us saying the same, saying the stuff to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, um, our son's going through changes and going through issues yeah. and and uh, stuff that we haven't experienced yet, and and it's interesting. Like he didn't want to sleep in his bed last mm-hmm. night, and then he didn't. Last night I brought the dog in, so he she slept with him in the room, and then he didn't like it. I mean, the the previous night. Mm-hmm. He said he was he was just looking for anything just to get out of that room. Yeah. And that's something that he's never been like. I mean, and, and we've seen this change happen because before he would go to sleep with the lights out, nothing, just a white noise machine. Now he needs a light on. And it's yeah. because he's his his world. He's becoming more self-aware mm-hmm. <laughs> of his world, I guess. And so it's. Yeah. It's overwhelming him a little bit. Yeah. So Skylar is three for those yeah. of you who maybe knew. Um, Skylar is three. And yeah, he's had a couple nights where. Yeah. And he's had issues. He's having a hard time. Says he's scared, which again, we know this is all normal, yeah, normal stuff. But and it's, it's, it's a period of change. So it's a period of change. Um, and you wonder. Yeah. I mean, as parents, we're both just we both get to trust that we are we're doing the best we can with what we know and what our intuition tells us. So what did you want to add? I want. Oh, I wanted to. <laughs> My add, voice keeps breaking. Like if I'm just turning tw- uh, fourteen, oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, <laughs> um, I just wanted to wrap up real quick. Yeah. On the so, what what happened is had a couple days of like, okay, what the heck? And now I have more tools, of course, to shift and understand. Okay, I'm I'm in this because something else is emerging, and yeah. I resource myself, and I take a moment, and I take a breath, and on Monday morning. I was taking a shower. I was actually getting ready for an interview. I was being interviewed. It's coming up soon. It was such a, oh, it's so good. And I'm in the shower. I'm washing my hair. And I'm thinking, okay, so for whatever reason, I felt called to to start Rock Your Life Academy in this moment in time. And I said, it didn't really look the way I thought it was going to look. But there's something in here that I meant to really, like, understand. And the thought, like, you know how in the shower all the good ideas happen? The thought just like popped into my mind, like it just downloaded of um, creating this thing I've never created before and I've never seen before. And I'm calling it um, a Rock Your Life Academy pop-up coaching experience, which is a mouthful for basically a one month of free coaching that I'm offering a select group of women who basically go through a teeny tiny application process just sending me an email with answering some questions and that's basically all I'm requiring. And I'm pulling in an incredible group of women with these visions and these desires and these these like like being so grateful for the opportunity. I'm doing this during the month of February. It's so exciting and I was so glad that out of that perceived failure, failure, something was born that I would have never created at this point in time had I not been hit with that wall. Because it came through as like, wow, like, okay. And I thought to myself, okay, when I'm in the shabib and like a low point, I find it inspiring to, you know, focus outward, to resource myself, to like, okay, ground myself, self-care, create space. And how can I support others? And how can I give? How can I give and give from a space of my vision and my mission, which is to empower other women to keep moving forward and create the things they want to create? And so when I came up with this, I was like, oh my gosh. And I implemented it right away because it felt so true. And I am, I, I haven't been this excited. Well, I get really excited about the things I create because I love what I do. But this is like so juicy and so magical and so exciting. 
And I just, again, wait for that moment, like hold on and understand where your breakdown is happening so that you can break through into something that you, you didn't even, you couldn't imagine before. And I don't know what's going to, I don't know what's going to happen because I don't have any expectations on this, this free month of coaching that I'm gifting, um, this group of people other than I just want to empower them and, and support them and what they want to create. We learn, we learn the most when we make the mistake because Mm -hmm. you learn more from your mistakes than your successes. Because what is there to learn from being successful, from achieving something? I mean, yeah, there is, but when you fail, you really look back and actually think about what did I do wrong uh-huh. and how could I make this better? Yeah. When you, when you succeed, it's well, like, see, okay, let uh, me, yeah, but let me, quo. let me switch. Cause one of the things I've switched is instead of what did I do wrong? It's what didn't work. Uh, okay. Sorry. What no, no, I, no. Don't. I just, it's a good, it's a good moment because yeah, we usually yeah. say, what did I what do, do, we wrong? do wrong? And the, the, the well, just what didn't more work. powerful question is what didn't work and what did work. And also I was acknowledging the fact that I said, Damn, like you created all this great content. You put all this great stuff outward out there that was not didn't go in vain. Like I got great feedback. It was so everything just built. It's like laying more bricks as we build, you know, what we're building. And so not throwing out the baby with the bathwater and going like, oh wow, like wow. Yeah, like all of this was driving me to create this. Great. It didn't look the way I thought it was gonna look. How can I shift? And shifting and now embarking in with new energy to create something new and actually that feels really aligned and really abundant is just like, oh. oh. <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, no. All right, guys. Did you see? I felt like we left the Skylar thing hanging about changes. He's going through changes. <laughs> He's going to make it. We have two different parenting techniques yes. that we're trying to work out together. <laughs> More on that in, a More on that in another episode. Yeah. And um, fail yeah. fast and fail hard, guys. Yeah. We're in this together. Yeah. I love you, babe. I love you Thank too. Thank you for being my buddy and through failures and all the things. Punching bag. Yep. What? Who said that? No. I... <laughs> it's not true. Slightly. Only sometimes. Yeah. All right, guys. See ya. I love you guys. Bye.